Welcome to the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. I'm your host, Christy Love. I believe in taking massive action to overcome life's biggest challenges because I know the rewards that lie on the other side. This show is a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to help you level up in your life. Here's to a new you where your dedication, commitment, and staying true to yourself will make your wildest dreams come alive. I'm a transformational trainer, speaker, firm mama, and proud wife to a distinguished Navy SEAL. We believe in the motto, never give up, never quit, while doing it all with love. I'll share real talks with experts and thought leaders who offer proven strategies to turn your barriers into success in this unfiltered, transformational, and thought-provoking podcast. Let's do this. Today's guest is a woman who has gone through challenges no one would ever want to experience, but was able to turn those challenges into a million-dollar success, the type of success that everyone dreams about achieving. She's going to share a story as well as the unique strategies she's used to make it all happen and while having fun in the process. If you are multitasking, stop right now because you're going to want to listen to this episode and take notes. Now, without further ado, let's welcome Sandy Forrester to the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. Hi, Sandy. Hi, Christy. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I love to share my message and inspire others. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Absolutely. I'm so glad you're here. I was just reading about you and I am just, wow, just ready for you to just (laughs) share your story with our listeners and let us know your journey and where you came from and where you are now. Yeah, love to. I guess I'll kind of spin all the way back to when I was at high school and we lived in the the southernmost state of Australia and it was cold. So they decided they wanted to move to a warmer state. So they sold their house, but instead of just making the move, what happened was they decided to take half the money and take my younger brother, uh, sorry, older brother, younger sister and travel the world for 10 months. So we travelled all throughout Europe and North Africa and Scandinavia and Britain and did a trek from London to Kathmandu. And I think that really kind of opened my eyes to the world and also definitely gave me the travel bug. So I started high school when I moved to Queensland, beautiful and warm, near the beach, swimming all the time. And I met a boy who was a surfer and we started going out and we went out for about 11 years, finally got married. I had a six-month-old and a three-year-old, and we divorced. And then I was kind of really struggling after that. I mean, in my property settlement, I ended up with, I think it was about $150,000, but then I had to buy back the car that he'd given me for Mother's Day. So that took it down a bit. And then I had to pay the lawyer, solicitor, about $30,000. And so I ended up with, I think it was about $100,000. And I felt like rich, like seriously rich. I'd never had that sort of money in my life. So I took that money and I basically lost the lot. I put it into some real estate in a market that was good and lost it. I put it into the share market, the stock market, and it just plummeted. I put it into a business and it went nowhere. I put it into an investment and it went nowhere. I put it into network marketing and the company that I was working for ended up folding. Like, 
basically everything that I did didn't work. And I thought, well, what is wrong with me? Like, am I going to be destined for the rest of my life? Because by this stage, I'm actually $100,000 in debt and on welfare. So I went from getting the money from my property settlement, you know, putting into all these different things and just getting further behind. So I'm $100,000 in debt and on welfare and thinking there's got to be something wrong with me. Everyone else is learning the same information, reading the same books, going to the same seminars, but it's just not working for me. You know, what's wrong with me? So that's when I actually started delving into personal development, started delving into it's not just about what you do, it's how you think. And that around that time, I actually discovered a personal development course that was based on the law of attraction. And this, gosh, when was this? I think this is back in about 1998. Like this was way before The Secret and, you know, way before it became massively popular. And I discovered this personal development course and thought, whoa, my gosh, this is amazing. And so I started to promote that course and it really started to change my thinking. Things really started to shift. But then the person who had the global rights to the marketing of that particular product had a dispute with the printer because it hadn't been printed right. They said, we're not going to pay until it gets printed. The printer said, we're not going to reprint till you pay. And it was a direct sales company. And when you're a distributor of a direct sales company that doesn't have a product to sell, you really don't go anywhere very fast. So again, once again, I was struggling around money. And so I really decided that I needed to not only learn a lot about how to create abundance and success and how to rewire my mind, I had to actually do it. Sometimes you can get very stuck in the learning and feel so knowledgeable and feel like you know it all, but you're not actually taking the action. You're not actually applying it in your life. You're not actually living it. And I think that's the big difference. So when I started to really put it into place, um, next thing I knew, I had my accountant came to me and said, I know that you've had success in the past with a you know direct sales. I know that, you know, that company ended up folding, but I really would like to kind of partner with you. And she told me about this opportunity that had come up and and I said, oh, you know, half of me felt like, no, I don't want to. The other half felt like, what have I got to lose? I'm $100,000 in debt and on welfare. And the welfare was like $15,000 a year. So that's not a good place to be when you're making, you know, $15,000 a year. You're basically going backwards financially every second. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I was really stressed at that point. Like I was $100,000 in debt. I had two kids. By this stage, they're um, about 10 and and 8. And I just sort of felt like, what else can I do? Like I've got no skills. I dropped out of high school, no real connections, like no one I knew had money. I literally thought, well, what else can I do? So I partnered up with her and basically it was this course based on what she knew, which was real estate. And I would just talk to people about the program and she would then, you know, sell them the program and that was kind of what we did for a while. But what I was doing was bringing my law of attraction mindset into that. And within a couple of months, I woke up one morning with this name, Wildly Wealthy Women, in my head. I just went straight online and I registered it. And then about three or four months later, my business partner and I were in the US. We were there for a seminar based on this direct sales business. And I said to her, you know what, I'm learning so much through this course around, you know, investing in real estate, but 
you know what really would make the difference? The fact that I've got you to actually ask questions of all the time. Like if I didn't have you to ask questions of, I'd be completely lost. I would be filled with fear and I wouldn't move forward. And I said, I got this great idea. Why don't we start a mentoring program around this course and you teach all the practical, you teach the business side, you teach the the real estate side. She was also an accountant. So you teach the money side. She was also a financial planner. You teach the planning side and I'll just teach the mindset. Anyway, we ended up launching that program. Within a couple of months, we'd made almost $2 million because remember, this was back when mentoring programs for women weren't big. I think we were probably one of the first in the world that was specifically aimed at women. These days, everybody has a mentoring program for women but back then yeah it was like very new and and also teleseminars like back then there was no zoom there was no actual webinars it was teleseminar and it was a big thing for that people could actually join our program and I think it was based around three thousand dollars so people could join the program three times a year we had a wildly wealthy women's wicked weekend so they could come along and, and meet up and join and we'd have these big events with, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of women. And the rest of the year, every week we'd get on the phone and she would teach her practical strategies and I would teach the mindset. And it was just such a huge success. And, you know, it was really funny because that program just launched and out of the blue it made millions. And I just really, it was at that time that I, absolutely recognized and realized and and in the depth of my soul understood that you know what the law of attraction really does work one of one of the things I love to do and I still love to do is have a smoothie for breakfast back then it was all fruit these days it's all greens but back then I used to have fruit smoothies for breakfast every day and my my blender had broken down and I went to Target because I always used to go shopping at you know the, the cheapest place so I went to Target walking down the blender aisle and I'm walking down the blender aisle, I'm looking at all the different blenders and I still to this day get emotional when I think about it because I'm walking down the aisle looking at all the blenders and suddenly I realised that I did not have to choose a blender based on the price. I didn't have to choose the cheapest one. I could buy whichever one I wanted because I'd made millions of dollars and it was just such an exciting time and so I guess just really liberating understanding that I found the key, I'd cracked the code and I could manifest what I desired if I really focused on it. And so what ended up happening was I started uh, I started coaching others, doing the mindset, you know, one-on-one. And then I started, I wrote a book, How to Be Wildly Wealthy Fast. So I got my book and I wrote that and it became an international bestseller. Um, in fact, just about a year ago, it won the Body, Mind, Spirit Awards of Europe. And so, you know, I was doing all these things. And then what happened was I had these women kept reaching out to me and saying, Sandy, I want to do what you're doing. I want to be a coach. I want to work from home. I want to have the freedom to work when I want, where I want. I want to be able to make as much money as I want. I want to have the time to spend with my family. I want to work in the personal development industry. And so because I had gone from a coach in the same intake, I was the most successful and I knew it was because I'd used all the law of attraction processes to, to grow my coaching business. So I decided to take all the information that I knew about coaching, about law of attraction, about manifesting money and put that all into one program. And so in 2008, I launched that. And so, you know, over the years, I've, I've done many things and it's all boiled back 
to the law of attraction. I, I understand that when I focus on what I want and when I keep my vibration high and when I really don't let all the negatives kind of infiltrate my brain and bring me down and, and make me doubt myself, make me doubt what I'm trying to do, what I'm trying to manifest, when I really keep my focus pure and clear and really spend more time focusing on what I want instead of what I don't want or what's happening in the world, then that's when the magic happens. And one of the experiences of that even, and so I'm sure a lot of people who understand the law of attraction, you know, what you focus on is what you create, have heard or read The Secret. And so when The Secret came out, we could not buy it in Australia. They weren't allowed to sell it in Australia until it aired on TV in Australia. But I knew it had something to do with what I was doing. Yeah, I I totally knew that it had something to do with the law of attraction. It didn't say in that little three-minute trailer, which is all I'd seen of it, but I just knew it had something to do with the law of attraction. So I actually emailed through their website. You know, I, I think what you're doing is amazing. I think it's going to transform the planet. I'm so excited for you. I'd love to send you a gift. And I got an email back from Rhonda Byrne, the producer of The Secret. And she said, I don't know how I got your email. We get thousands of emails and none ever come to me, but somehow I got yours. And yes, I'd love a present. So I actually sent her my book. And she read the book and she emailed me back and said, did you watch The Secret and then write this book? I said, no, I wrote the book years ago. I haven't even seen The Secret. So she ended up posting me um, a DVD and we had a big secret party at my house and we all watched The Secret and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. I have to be in this movie, which is insane thinking because the movie's already happened. (laughs) But it's like, I want to be in the movie. Anyway, (laughs) well, what happened was, so... What they decided to do was take out, they ended up taking out Esther Hicks because there was just some issue with the way it was being distributed. And so they actually filmed me for an entire day and they were going to insert me into the secret, into the places where Esther was. But my energy, you've probably realised by now, is kind of high and Esther's is very Um, And they put the movie together very energetically. So instead of bringing my high energy into all the places where Esther's beautiful flowing energy was, they ended up using the two women already in The Secret and used them to fill out those places. But what I said to Rhonda during that time was, I don't understand. Like everyone in Australia wants the movie. I mean, you're Australian. Why can't we get it in Australia? She said, we just, by law, legally, we are not allowed to sell in Australia. And I said, well, can someone else sell into Australia? Right, she said, right. sure, but we can't. And I said, well, can you just sell to someone who's got a U.S. company and then they sell it in Australia? She said, sure. And I said, I've got a U.S. company. So I ended up buying the secret, importing it and selling it in Australia. And that idea alone in less than a year made me around $3 million. So the thing I'm trying to get across is that I am no business person. Still to this day, I do not consider myself. I hope a you listeners person. are listening to this information right here. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, I'm just somebody who fell in love with the law of attraction and just was so consumed with it that I had to share. And so I found a way to share that information. And then I just allow 
the universe to bring me ideas and I take action on it. Let me ask you a quick question because I've been yeah, yeah, yeah. reading about the law of attraction and secret for many, many, many years. I have not made a million dollars. What is your secret? What makes you different from everyone else? Okay. So I think what it is, is, and I, I, this might sound, I'm not trying to put anyone down or, you know, touch on mental health in any way, but I call it delusional manifesting. I get myself to the point where I focus on something so much that I almost believe it has already happened. Like I, there's part of me that thinks it's a done deal. And so I don't even worry about whether it's coming or not, because I just, I'm so consumed with excitement and, and the possibility of it and how it's going to be. And oh my gosh. And I don't get bogged down in the details. That's the other thing. So, so many people are very structured and organized and they come up with an idea and they plan it all out and they make sure it's all right. They get themselves all prepared, make sure all the ducks in a row, make sure everything's perfect, and then they get started. That's the ready, aim, fire method. I teach people to ready, yep, come up with the idea, fire, just make it happen, aim, sort it out, tweak it, make it better, improve later. And that's how I've created everything. So even when I came up with the idea for Wildly Wealthy Women, I didn't sit down and make a business plan and sort out how it was going to work and what was going to happen. I just did it and that made millions. When I came up with the idea to contact The Secret, I didn't do that thinking, oh, I'm going to see if I can sell The Secret. I didn't even know how that all worked. I simply just contacted her because I just felt so in alignment. So I think what happens is Everyone comes up with ideas, and I call them inspired ideas, particularly if you're spending your time focusing on what you want, you're keeping your energy high, you're vibrationally aligned, you come up with inspired ideas. But you know what happens? Most people don't take action. They just don't take action on it. So I've got this whole thing that's all around body, mind, mind, and spirit. And when you align all of it with your body, it's when you take the right actions with your spirit, when you feel the right way, when you when you get your mind in the right place, when you do all of that, that's when the magic happens. That's when the magic occurs. And and the thing that I'm all about is helping people to manifest money. It's aligning body, mind and spirit. So yes, a lot of people might be spending all their time in the mind place. They're getting their mind all focusing on what they want and thinking about what they want. And they're even maybe getting their spirit in the right place. They're feeling it. They're really emotionally connecting with it. But an inspired idea might come to them but they don't take action. You know, I could have thought, oh, I want to email the secret. Then I thought, what's the point of that? That's stupid. Why would they want my book? They've got the secret. They've they've created that. Why would they want to see my book? Who cares? No, I'm not going to do that. But I did it. I do things without thinking. Now, let me just give you a bit of a caveat here. Sometimes I stuff up big time. (laughs) So sometimes I do things without thinking and the results are really not good. But Sometimes I do things that without thinking and the results are amazing. What's your success rate for your students, people who you've helped? Well, it depends which course. So, for instance, I've got the Inspired Spirit Coaching Academy, which is a, a 10-month law of attraction training and certification program. So they become internationally certified coaches. So in that program, we don't kind of keep track of who goes off and creates a coaching business, but from from what I've seen and the feedback that we get, 
most of them either go off and create a successful coaching business. In fact, I've had students, who can I think of that you may know? I don't know if you've heard of Denise Duffield-Thomas. She's a, a mindset coach and she's gone on and she started back in 2008. I think now she's making around $3 million a year. And yet, I'm sure we've got coaches that have been through the program that have gone off on a completely different direction and aren't even coaching. It all comes down to we give you all the steps, it's up to you to follow them. Then I have another program, which is Millionaire Mindset Experience. That is, to me, my most funnest. I mean, the Inspired Spirit Coaching Academy is great because it gives people everything they need to actually go off and and have their own business. But Millionaire Mindset Experience is for anyone, anyone that just wants to create more prosperity. And that program, I see people get the quickest results so incredibly fast because it's only a seven-week program, even though we give support for the whole year. But in that program, we have people double their income, manifest cars, houses, debts released, interest on debts disappear from 24% to 0%. So they save like $36,000 in interest, like all sorts of amazing things, simply because I get everyone to do exactly what I, I showed you there, align body, mind and spirit. And there's processes for each one. And when when that whole area of your life, body, mind and spirit is aligned, I always say when you combine the practical with the mindset, that's where the magic happens. And too often people are just kind of doing one thing. They're either spending all their time creating vision boards and affirming but not taking any action or they're taking heaps of action and they're getting results but they're burning out and they self-sabotage or they're just in a feeling place but they're not taking any action or, or getting clear on what they want. So it really is a combination of those things. And, you know, I give my students a step-by-step process so they really get into alignment with what they want. They really open themselves up to receiving and that's really when the miracles happen. Well, what do you say or how do you help someone who is really down in the dumps? When you're really down like we were and all the stress of how can I feed my children, you know, how do you transform someone like that who's in a whirlwind of despair and depression into someone who's a creator? It's hard, but what I say to people is, The way you manifest is you've got to think about where your predominant mental attitude. So you think of a scale. So think of poverty consciousness when you're focusing on what you don't have all the time and prosperity conscious when you're thinking of what you do want. So we're not perfect. We're never going to be always just thinking of what we do want, thinking of abundance and thinking of prosperity. It's going to be, you know, a balancing act. But as long as you're just a tiny bit more focusing on abundance and prosperity rather than focusing on what you don't want, then it starts to tip the scales and it starts to move and keep moving and keep moving. So I always say to people, because I've been in that place, I I was $100,000 in debt and on welfare. And when I discovered the law of attraction, it was all about focusing on what I truly wanted. It's really, really challenging because my aim was to be a millionaire really challenging to focus on being a millionaire when you're bringing in $15,000 a year and your debts are way more than that and you keep getting red letters from people saying, you you know, you're going to be sent to the debt collection. It's really challenging. But that's the whole thing. You know, do you have what it takes to start to switch your mind to focus on what you truly want rather than what's happening? not saying ignore the bills and just, you know, stuff them in a drawer. But what I'm saying is you've just got to change your your focus and your energy. Yes, things aren't good. And yes, things are a struggle. And yes, they're a challenge. And yes, you feel like the whole world is 
crashing down on your shoulders and you don't feel like it's ever going to change and you just don't know like what you're going to do and you spend so much time crying. I've been there. But when I discovered the law of attraction, literally I was at that place where it was like, I've got no other choice. What do I do? Like I'm so far in debt. There's nothing else to lose. This, the law of attraction, was so much more fun, so much more exciting to put my focus on than focus on where I was. So like I said, a little bit of delusional manifesting. I, I chose to just go to that happy place instead of how things were. And when I continued to do that, I started to see little shifts and little shifts and little shifts, and it made me feel better. And every time I spent time focusing on what I wanted to create, you know, creating more money in my life, and a little bit more came in, then I just felt so much better in the feeling of so much better made me actually more attractive to money, which then made me attract more, which made me feel even better. And then I attracted more and then I felt better. And you end up instead of spiraling down, you start to spiral up. What are some examples that you can give the listeners on how to increase your vibration? What do you do? I know uh, for me, every morning I dance. Every morning yeah. I do a prayer, meditation, my affirmations, vision board, but then I dance. It's going to be completely different for everyone. I mean, I start every day meditation without fail. I walk along the beach every morning without fail again because I walk the dog. And on the way to the beach, I have my iPhone. And on my iPhone, I have in the voice memos, I create affirmations. So on my way to the beach, I play my affirmations and I say them. And then usually when I'm at the beach, I have my phone there too and plug it in as I'm walking on the beach. I'm saying declarations and affirmations and or I'm listening to something that's inspiring. I think we get a choice as to how we spend our days, how we spend our hours, how we spend our minutes, how we spend our seconds. And quite often people spend a lot of time on social media, reading crap in newspapers and magazines, watching TV. The amount of hours that people spend, it's not even spend, waste on stuff that doesn't matter when you could use those same hours and focus on what you do want and create a life so different to what you're experiencing. And I think just that simple shift can, can make a huge difference. The other, one of the things that I really recommend doing is practicing gratitude. So I know you said, well, what do you do if someone's really, really down? So if someone's really down and I said to you, oh, well, start saying your affirmations around money, <laughs> you know what? You're going to feel even more crap. You're going to feel even worse because you're not where you want to be your vibration is really low, you focus on money and instead of feeling like you can attract it, you're going to feel like it's so far away, it's impossible and you're just going to feel worse. So instead, what you would do is take it back a notch. So instead of, say, for, let's say, for instance, you want to manifest an extra $5,000 a month. $5,000 a month, that changes someone's life. Yeah. Like that completely changes someone's life. So it's not too extravagant, but it's not small enough that you feel like, well, you know, it's not going to make a difference. So $5,000 a month. So if you were going to say your affirmations, I now manifest an extra $5,000 every month. If you were to say that when you're feeling down, you would feel like, there's just no way it's going to happen. So maybe you could change it to thank you for letting me manifest $5,000 a month because it's a different energy. It's like it's already created, but that may even be too far for some people. 
So maybe instead of thank you for allowing me to create $5,000 extra a month, it might just be thank you and whatever you're doing during the day, thank you. If you're you know, driving your car, thank you. Thank you for ha- having this car. I mean, so many people don't have cars, even if it is a pile of junk. You know, people, a lot of people do not have a car. A lot of people have never even ridden in a car. You've got to understand, one of my mentors once said, there are billions of people around the world right now who if they could change places with you for just one day, they would be living a life so far beyond their wildest dreams, beyond anything they've ever imagined. So we need to bring it back and be truly grateful for the life that we have. Like if anyone's listening to this, hello, you've got either a phone or a computer or you've got, you know, you have got more than billions of people around the world. You've got electricity, you've got a phone plan, whatever it happens to be. Yes, you have a lot. Exactly. It's like I think the media has a lot to answer for trying to make us think that we need all this stuff beyond what we've got or that we're not good enough the way we are. It's like literally ridiculous the way the media just plays with our mind and just completely blows the normal thinking of a normal person apart and makes us think we're not enough, we don't have enough, and, you know, we've got to get more and we've got to be more. And it's just simply a big lie. We're all born onto this planet. The very fact that we're here means we're amazing. And, yes, there's nothing wrong with wanting more, but, you know, I know when I was $100,000 in debt and on welfare, I was not thinking of helping other people. I'll be honest, that was so far from my consciousness. I just wanted to help myself. I was just so, I felt like I was drowning. I felt like, you know, I was just being crushed. My spirit was being sucked out of me. And thinking of helping other people just wasn't on the radar. But once I managed to create abundance in my life, I'm not about, you know, Learjets and fancy furs and jewellery and stuff. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Everyone has their own thing and that's fine. But for me, it's about experiences and, you know, travelling, not that we can do much of that now, and making a difference. You know, one of the things that I was able to do was build a school in Ghana and to see all the photos of those children in that school, it changed 175 children's lives. And not only is it going to change their life, but they're going to be different people in the future and which means it's going to change their children's lives and their children's lives and on and on. And it just being able to do things like that. And, right, and give back and give back and make it Exactly, you know, make a difference. And, and obviously what I do for my business, what I do for a living, how I create my own abundance, I love it. Like helping people tra- transform their lives. Exactly. It's like, oh, my gosh, this is my, this is what I do on a day-to-day basis. Like, Seriously, it doesn't get any better than that. And I so and I think, you know, when we stop and, and take stock of our life and no matter how bad it happens to be and start to look every moment for something to be grateful for and you'll find that something begins to shift because when you start to look for things to be grateful for, you start to find things to be grateful for. So when something happens in your life, and this is a, a process, so, 
you know, I, I teach people to be grateful and sometimes they're not grateful until the end of the day when they're about to go to bed and suddenly they think, because I say write in, in your gratitude journal, you know, they suddenly think of three things they've got to write. That's the only time during the day that they actually feel grateful. But then over time, instead of waiting until the end of the day to feel grateful, something happens during the day and after it happens, they think, oh, my gosh, I'm going to write that down. I feel grateful about that. But then something shifts again and they start to look for things to be grateful for. And when they start to look, that's when the magic happens because all sorts of things happen. Your vibration is in gratitude. And so the universe starts to say, oh, wow, want some more gratitude? Okay. And starts to bring you more and more things into your life to be truly grateful for. You know, that's when the magic starts to happen. So gratitude is such a really easy, easy, simple thing to do. I remember one time I wrote, I was taking a course, law of attraction course or mindset course, and I was required to write 200 things I was grateful for. And at first it was a challenge. I could barely get past 25 and then I got to 50 and I thought, oh, wow, there's nothing else you know, left for me to, to write. But then I got to 100 and then I, I made it to 200. And I'm like, wow, how did I get to 200 things that I'm grateful for? But, you know, I did it and that really pushed me and stretched me so very far. And that was the point when I was doing that exercise when my life did change, you know, transformed yeah. my dream life. And yeah. so keeping your vibration up, transforming, you know, being grateful and serving and giving back giving yeah. back that, that opens the door for more to come to you. Yes. Because when I didn't have any money to give back, one of the things I used to do was go to the, I don't know what they're called, I think old age homes, like people that literally are really, really old. And I used to go there and I used to read stories. So I used to get the chicken soup for the soul books and I would read a couple of chapters out of that to, to the people. And giving doesn't have to be money. Giving can be right. time. Giving can be love. Giving can be whatever you can do. But I think it takes the focus off you and your own life and you start to kind of be more compassionate. And I think, I think travel has really allowed me to do that in a big way. You know, I remember taking my kids, we went on safari in Africa, and one of the places we visited was the ABC children's home it was right near these huge big slums in in Nairobi ABC stands for abandoned baby center and they're literally you know some of them being found on the rubbish tip like literally just horrific but taking my children to see something like that again opens their eyes and, and allows you to realize that you know we have the most amazing life doesn't matter like I said anyone listening to this you obviously live in a house and you've got electricity and you're so far beyond so many people in the world you need to take the time to actually recognize that and and exactly as you said Christy you started thinking oh my gosh 25 things that's all I could get but that just shows that we don't recognize all the things we should be grateful for and sometimes I go on a gratitude marathon and I just before I even open my eyes, it's like, oh, I'm so grateful for my bed and my pillow and my sheets. This is so lovely. I'm so grateful that I've got a house with a roof over my head. And then I get up, I'm so grateful for the carpet on the floor. And I'm grateful that I have indoor plumbing and running water and I've got a toilet and like every single thing that happens. And I take the dog for the walk along the beach. And I'm so grateful for the beautiful sand and for the waves and for the sound of the ocean and the trees. And I can go on an absolute roll 
you know, really spending the time diving into all the things that you can be grateful for because we do have so much to be grateful for. Right, absolutely. You know, a lot of people don't have that. So great. Sandy, I want to ask you, what is lighting you up these days? What are you doing now? What can we see next for Miss Sandy Forster? I think the thing that's really, really exciting me at the moment is the program that I mentioned before, Millionaire Mindset Experience. It was a program that I initially wrote about 14 years ago. And I bought it out once and I took some people through it and then I stopped. I just closed it and I just didn't even do anything with it for so long. And I've been for years thinking, I really want to get that out into the world. And so end of last year I did. And so this year we've, you know, revamped everything. We're just in the process of doing new handouts and new videos and new everything. I'm bringing all the the ancient secrets along with all the cutting-edge processes because I'm part of a, um, a community called the um, Transformational Leadership Council, which Jack Canfield um, launched, and he brings the world's leaders in the personal development industry, leading authors, leading speakers, leading people, you know, they're really on the cutting edge. And so the things that I learn within that group around the mind and because law of attraction isn't just woo-woo, there's that side of it, but then there's also all the scientific side of it that is so mind-blowing. Yeah. And that's the thing that I love to learn because I'm a Gemini, so I'm very practical on one side and very woo on the other side. And so I want to know the whys of everything. So I love to learn that myself. And when I learn stuff, I love to share that with everyone. So that's the thing that's really lighting me up at the moment, my millionaire mindset experience, mainly because the, the success stories from everyone in there just blows my mind like I know it works it works for me but when I see my students get success so quick it's like oh my god (laughs) it's so good that is great so where can we find more information about you where can our listeners find you uh easiest way to find me is at wildlywealthy.com so wildlywealthy.com yeah awesome well I just want you to leave if you could just three tips for our listeners to take with them that can help transform their lives. If they are okay. you know, really feeling down now, if they're really challenged with a lot of things, a lot of things are going on in this world. What are three tips that can get them started in, in transforming their mindset and creating a law of attraction for themselves? I think number one would be make a decision that things are going to change and get really clear on what you want. So, you know, too often people are very airy-fairy. So just make the decision, set the intention, get clear on what you want. The second thing is find a mentor. Find someone who has created the success that you want to create and follow their lead because why make all the mistakes? Why do it? Like the, the mentor has already been through it all. They've made the mistakes. They know it works. They're going to share with you. So find someone. And I don't necessarily mean hire a mentor. It could just be read their books or get on their podcast or listen to any audios that they've created or you don't have to spend a lot of money. But find a mentor that you really resonate with and follow them. Mm. And then the third thing is don't just follow and listen and learn. Take action. <laughs> Take action. So decide, you know, get clarity on what you want, find a mentor, and then take action. Do not just listen and read and watch. Take action on your working toward your dreams. So thank you so much, Sandy. I enjoyed you, truly enjoyed you on the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. Thank you so much, Christy. I really appreciate it. I can't wait to hear all the successes your listeners create. Absolutely. 
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. For more inspiring conversations, please share with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions or feedback, you can reach me directly at beseenbelovedpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.